Welcome to the Mean Green Show. Welcome to the Mean Green Show. What's up? What's up? What's up, podcast land? Hey, super excited to have my friend, my buddy, my my movie in the building today. Um, you know, I don't, I, I want to say we're going to talk about six years. Yeah. I, I can't say exactly what we're going to talk about, but it's going to be six years of content within hopefully 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. would have to be because you're about to work out. Yes. And I am about to train you. Yes, so, 6.15. Um, let's start there then, Mui. Can you tell them your name, where you're from, and then we'll start there and put your mic up just a little bit. Yeah. There you go. What you got? Yeah. So, Mui Choi, Mui like Mui Bien is how I introduce myself. Hey. Hi. Uh, born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. Parents immigrated from, well, my mom came from China. My dad came from Vietnam. Um, so that really influenced how I grew up. But born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. And um, I already forgot the rest of the questions. That was it. <laughs> that was it. That was, well, tell me, how did you get to Houston? I mean, uh, you know, Cleveland to Houston is not, you know, West Tom or Richmond. So yeah, how did that happen? From, from the Midwest to the South. Um, so work, which I think is a main vehicle for many yeah. people. Um, I majored in HR and um, started work for a manufacturing company here okay. in Houston. And I had all these stereotypes about Houston. Yeah. Um, what were they? Someone, someone called Houston the armpit of America. The armpit of America. What does that mean? It means it's gross. That's what I was thinking. Humid. Stinky, yeah. humid. Not a body part that you want to yeah. really be close to. It's kind of. I'm not stinky. During the weekend. Oh. During the week, I can be a little stinky. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's yeah. Okay. I'm in the gym. It's natural. I don't like running AC all the time or any of the time. Yep. We've um, noticed. Yeah. So it's kind of on point. What about the cowboy hat? Did you think, I know that's what they paint, Great. but did you really think the cowboy hat and boots was going to be a part of your experience? That's a good question. I think on some level, yes. Yeah. I was thinking about Sandy from SpongeBob. I was thinking about yeah. the lone walker. Yeah. Um, thinking about very deep <laughs> accents like southern accents Ooh, mine is kind of okay <laughs> so, Are, so without have you did you see that what was what did, what did you see when no you so um before i moved to houston my job which is headquarters which was headquartered in midland michigan very okay. small town fifty thousand people i was based based there for about a year okay um and then my first trip down to houston to look at housing and just to see the city was a huge culture shock in the best way possible. What was that? Was it that diversity? What, what, what yeah, do you think? Okay. It was diversity. It was diversity in not only skin color, um, ethnicity, heritage, but also mm-hmm. diversity in the way people dress, the way yeah. people talked, the yeah. languages I heard, just getting off of the airplane. I agree. And coming from Midland, Michigan, which was primarily white, um, it was such a breath of fresh air. Really? And a really... Um, surprising moment of my first moment of falling in love with Houston. And that was day one of like, really? wow, this is a r- much more diverse city than I thought it was. How was, and I don't know if you mentioned it and I'm sorry if I'm dropping the, dropping your experience on them. Ohio state, yeah. you know, I've always heard that was like the number one party school in America. <laughs> yeah. Was it, was it, what was the diversity like in, at Ohio state? Yeah. So o- Ohio state was, you know, grew up in Cleveland. I, I, 
Cleveland's primarily um, Polish and black. Okay. Shout out to LeBron. Shout out to LeBron James. Okay. Yes. Um, at least on the east side of Cleveland. Of course, you still have, um, you know, your white neighborhoods as well. Um, mm -hmm. And grew up in Cleveland in a major metropolitan area in Ohio. I was surrounded by um, more marginalized populations than okay. I think in other parts of Ohio. So the move from Cleveland to Columbus uh, wasn't a big change for me, for other Ohioans from smaller towns probably. Mm -hmm. um, so Columbus, definitely more diverse than other small towns in Ohio. Um, and you brought students from across the nation yeah. to Ohio State. Yeah. And it's funny when you talk about party school, um, well, let me, two approaches to diversity here. Um, one, I met for the first time people like me, so people who had Asian parents mm -hmm. who immigrated uh, or just people of Asian culture, mm -hmm. ethnicity. That's not something I found in Cleveland very much. It's a very small Asian population. Um, but in terms of also party school, um, lots of different people who want to do different things with their lives. Yeah. So Ohio State attracted people who didn't necessarily, who, I'm sorry, because of all of the majors they offered, you met engineers, you met writers, you okay. met artists, you met people who want to be lawyers. So you, you met a lot of different people with lots of different interests as well. Nice. Um, did I party that much? That's mm. a, that was my next question. <laughs> were, were you a partier? Uh, no, I didn't party that much. Yeah. Uh, I, I did the, the few things I think I had to do in college to, to make it like a good uh, college experience, which is go to the football games. So I went oh, to, have to. Went to yeah. most football games. Um, I remember one game we, we won and we rushed the field. So I've wow. done that. And it's a hundred, I think it's over a hundred thousand seats at that stadium. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty big. The horseshoe is yeah. a, it's a very Goodness. big stadium. Um, was it Michigan, by the way? Was it no, it, it was okay. Wisconsin, which was another rival. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but Michigan's a big one, too. Um, no, it, the nice thing about Ohio State was it was so big that you can find your niche anywhere. Yeah. So if you wanted to party all the time, which is you know, great, yeah. you can. That would probably have been my degree. You could have, yeah, you could have majored in partying. I would have got a master's. Master's in partying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if you didn't want to, that's uh -huh. okay, too. Right. Because there was a community for you. Yeah, uh, that's the beauty of it. That was the beauty of it. Yeah. So. Um, really great experience. It definitely opened up my eyes to different, um, to a lot more than what Cleveland offered. 100%. And then so you visit, you fall in love with the city or some things about the city, and then you move and you make the commitment to live here. And then somehow, some way, Mean Green take place. Yeah. What was that like? I mean, I know what it was like from the numerous amount of times we talked about it, but if you can explain to the listeners, yeah. how did you hear about Mean Green? What was the reason why you actually listened to that little skinny black guy that's loud, yeah, corny? Uh, and at that time, that was before I had braces. I had my little tooth. I don't know if you remember my little tooth. Do you remember that? Uh, I may remember. I so may remember it. I yes. had my tooth on my left side was actually my baby tooth that never fell out. So that's why I ended up getting braces because the space was so small. They had oh. to open it to, you know, fulfill. So she knew me then. So she must really <laughs> like me to look at that. But <laughs> talk to me about that. What was that like? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when I first came to Houston, um, I, I, took to, I took a lot of walks at Herman Park. Uh, Herman Park was obviously one of yeah. the things to visit in Houston. And what I really liked about Herman Park was it reminded me of like a mini Chicago and a mini D.C. You mm -hmm. had the reflection pond, the obelisk, you had the outdoor theater. And just a lot of great green space. Um, so I was walking by one day, and I saw you and a number of others mm -hmm. running up and down the hill. Yeah. Um, having fun, for yeah. the most part. I loud, think. Probably. Loud. It was great, though. Um, I was with a friend, and I was like, hey, do you think I should go over there and say hi? Because they seem really cool, and I kind of want to do what they're doing. 
Um, she's like, if you want to, I'm like, all right, cool. So I went up up to one of your boot camp members who had just come down from the top of the hill oh, wow. and was catching their breath. And I tapped him on their shoulder. <laughs> and I think I was the most, I was so corny. I said, hey, yo, I want to <laughs> join. They're like, who are you? <laughs> Random stranger, but sure. Talk to him. Oh, my goodness. Uh, he leads me in green and, you know, join us. Um, and I remember I, I approached you and you had mentioned coincidentally that you were having a, a boot camp explosion. Either I don't remember all these details. Yeah. I remember the event, but I'm, it's so cool to hear this. Uh, yeah, no, it was a normal weekday uh-huh. uh, during boot camp that I saw y'all and I tapped someone on the shoulder. Wow. And you told me about boot camp explosion. So I signed up and I came to boot camp explosion at Herman Park. And that's where I also met Valencia. Fiji. Yeah. Yep. Hey, and Fiji. We, we both, I think, were attending boot camp for the first time. Yeah. And after that explosion, it was really from there, everything it was fell on. into place. That was on. Yeah. You know, oops, I accidentally pressed it there. So Allison said, hey, Mooie. Hi, Allison. Y- you know what's so unique about that story is that especially outdoors when I used to do boot camps, numerous amount of people would stop by, but mm. very few would actually follow mm. up and go Convert. to the website or actually show up to a boot camp. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm going to dig real deep into this, but Facebook, we're about to get off. If you want more of the movie, if you want more of the experience, you got to subscribe. So hopefully you're already there. Mean Green Show, if you haven't checked it out, but we're logging out. And uh, see you later, Facebook. So, Hopefully, you guys already subscribed, and you can listen to this authentic conversation mm, between me and my buddy. Authentic. So this is pretty cool, movie because I think that your experience of, of joining is just like several others, but mm-hmm. very different from others. What was the reason why you said, I'm going to join? Was it the amount of people were outside? Was it not knowing somebody that you could potentially meet people? Was mm. it that you wanted to get in shape? Like, what was the mm-hmm. reason, what was the component or the momentum of why you wanted to join the family? such a great question. You're bringing me back to Uh-oh. a lot of memories Uh-oh. that, um, wow, yeah, digging deep. Um, I'd say all three of those components. Okay. Yeah, one was it's a new city, um, really looking to meet new people, and mm-hmm. that looked like a really fun crew that I wanted to get to know. Yep. And then um, this, the ex- this the the second part is um yeah the goals so i i'd always struggled with weight growing up and i knew that um exercise would be a really big yeah uh, w- would help a lot in that journey and by the time i moved to houston i'd gone through a number of iterations okay. um you know i'd gone through lots of different diets lots of tracking um, things that never really stuck but by the time i made it to houston i had consistently worked out at my gym uh, at my old workplace mm-hmm. had found swimming as a hobby to get to the point nice. where I felt much more comfortable exercising with other people okay um, and the other thing I found out in my journey uh, before I came to Houston was I do best when I'm with other people yeah, me too I've tried working out on my own in the gym yeah. and it's j- for me it's just I don't get as much of I don't challenge myself um, as much as I do with others me too and I really, really love the environment. My, um, y- and you're a rock star. Like I don't, I don't remember you ever being the person that's like, oh my gosh, I can't do it. I can't run up the hill. Or I, I always remember you leading workouts. I always remember you like, like when making workouts. When I program them, especially for boot camp, I have a mindset of who just joined. 
Mm. Right. So mm-hmm. I want to make sure you don't discourage them and mm. you make sure they can get the reps. And then I think of the person that may be on their very first day, mm-hmm. you know, depending on the week. And then I think of the people that's been there for weeks, months, years. And you're one of the people I'm always like, crap, I got to make sure the workout is mm-hmm. this hard. <laughs> so I don't even remember. But at the same time, uh, uh, I don't want to mention him by name. Just show me his body scan. I'm blown away because I don't. I don't remember him like that. Mm. So whenever you guys, I don't know, it's 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 so cool to hear your mindset, mentality, or emotional state at that time when you were joining. When did you realize, Mui, that you were gaining success in mm. your fitness industry? Was it like right off the top? Was it an event? Was it a relationship that was developed where you were like, this might stick a little bit longer than maybe other routines or whatnot? What a great Uh-oh. question. Another great question crush, question from Chris Green. Lucky. I'm going to give you four more good questions. Wow, That's all okay. I have. Um, <laughs> let's see. So the f- swimming, so I went to college not knowing how to swim, and oh, I wow. refused to leave college not knowing how to swim. You self-teach or somebody so taught so you? I signed up for a class at okay. Ohio State, okay. pass-fail, with a number of other adults, who didn't know how to swim, and the requirement to join the class was, literally on the um, transcript, fear of water. And so like, this is the class for me. Um, And I joined, and it was through that experience with other people in similar situations, a very supportive environment, um, and a a professor who was also very supportive, um, and the consistency Mm. really helped. And that's when I realized, I can do this. I have goals that I want to meet, but I can do this with other people, with the right environment. Um, And after college, I tried continuing swimming, but it was a lot harder because I didn't have the same group environment. Found another um, avenue through workout classes provided by my workplace gym. Again, I was like, oh, this is what I need. I need accountability. I need people. I like seeing the same people and getting to know them. And um, once I... But I will say, even before, I j- you know, Mean Green unlocked a different level in that mm. even when I joined Mean Green, I still had, like, very specific goals aesthetically okay. and from a weight standpoint, right? I had this this idea, this number in my head that I wanted to achieve for my weight. Mm-hmm. And also this image of, like, okay, I want to look like this person. Okay. And I'm going to do this through Mean Green because they're great. Okay. Um, what changed, and I think what I hear from uh, lots of other people, um, is that, I cared, what I gained from Mean Green was confidence. Mm. And suddenly one day the numbers didn't matter as much. Yeah. Or I adjusted those numbers to be more realistic. And I n- understood better, you know, what were, if I wanted a certain aesthetic, what was more, um, what was a be- better data point to get that aesthetic. Okay. Um, or, you know what, honestly, at the end of the day, if I feel fit and strong, that's what, that's, that's, that's what now become my priority. Um, so nowadays, uh, yeah. that's the mentality I have when I come to the gym, all these tough workouts that you throw at us, yeah. my, even, even if I'm scared or nervous, what I know or what drives me through the workout is being able to accomplish it Man. and say, all right, you got this done. You did it. Moving on to the next day. Nice. And it has to be, I really believe truly, this is my personal belief, the, the way you do one thing is the way that you do most. I'm guessing success in your career and other things have to be something very similar. What do you think? Wow. 
You've gotten really good at podcast questions. Oh, my goodness. I really I'm freestyling. So. <laughs> I'm freestyling. These are good. Um, yeah, I'd say with a career and with my professional goals, very similar to working out. It's always a new challenge. Mm -hmm. And oh, actually, it's a lot of good analogy now. So Mean Green boot camp was really easy entryway into working out um, because I you bring agree. yourself, you bring weights. Yeah. The movements, though, are typically... Uh, easy to learn, and you've done probably a lot of them at home. When you opened up the gym yeah. and then started encouraging us to go and, and – Which I was terrified about, but go ahead. But look at where we are today. Um, I Similarly, I was also terrified because there is this image of that I had about the gym and the type of people working out at the gym that didn't yeah. fit who I thought I was. Yeah. And then when I started coming in and – learned the basics, um, learned how to do proper form, um, how to not push myself, which is also yeah. hard, right? Because I can come in and say, oh, I'm going to use 35, 35 pound dumbbells day one. That humbled me a lot. Like yeah. that's, that's not realistic. Um, it was a lot of uh, trial and error. Yeah. And same thing with work. Um, a lot of trial and error. Yeah, same And here. a lot of like, honestly, yes, there's a component of being trained for something like having some knowledge, technical knowledge for the job that you're in, but a lot of it is really just learning on the job mm. and trying different things. And Poetry you know, movie. If it's if you're failing, that's yeah. good. Um, yeah. You're learning from it. Because mm -hmm. uh, I I firmly believe that as children we were raised to think we're capable of anything. Mm -hmm. It's and then suddenly in college we we're asked to like choose one profession and mm. then be s for some reason think like yes yeah. we're going we're only good at that yeah. but in reality you're 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 capable of so many different things i love it um so you know even though i studied hr in school it doesn't mean that i can't learn to do other things i love it and i think that applies for everything else i love it 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 reminds me of and i'm going to actually look up the title as i'm speaking to you it reminds me of a book I just actually finished off. And I, I don't want you guys to think that I read it because I just don't have time to read. But I definitely did do the audio book. It's a book by, and I'm encouraging you guys to read it. It's by 50 Cent. Uh, oh. It's called Hustle Harder, Hustle Smart. If I read the title. No, I'm sorry. It was cut off. <laughs> Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter. And it reminds me of a story that he mentioned in the book. And mm -hmm. hopefully this, this response doesn't take over X amount of minutes. But um, he spoke about how when he got into the industry, I think his first rap album was called Get Rich, Die Trying. And it was like 2002, 2003, because that was my senior year in high school. I'm older than some <laughs> of you guys or younger. But he mentioned that he grew with, what was the song that we still play um, in the club, uh, the birthday song. Um, oh, you're uh, embarrassing me too because I uh, can't Golly, hold on, it. guys. Y'all not going to take my black card away. Um <laughs> It's your go shorty. Yes, it's, it's your that birthday. Song. We know the title is the question. It, it's in the club. It, oh, okay. But in that song, <laughs> he said that he 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 produced that song not because it was the gangster or the hood song. Mm. It was a party song that can get him on the radio. And he said since then on, that era of people that age grew with him as he grew. So that mm. was what 15, 18, whatever amount of years ago. So his audience is not the 17, 18 year olds. So that's why when he comes, he doesn't really do music that much, but his audience with his last show called Power, he still was talking to the audience that he gained trust in 15, 18 years ago. Mm -hmm. So now 
he talked his storyline of Ghost. He was like the entrepreneur, the powerful guy that had, you know, street smarts, but also very successful in other things and blah, 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 right? So he had all these characters. And he was mentioning that he used those characters because he knew his audience wasn't 15, 18 year olds no more. And it mm -hmm. brought me to what I wanted to say with me and Green and what where you gave me the idea or encouragement, I should say, to say the way that we trained when we met mm -hmm. is totally different than the way that we train now. And it's through first and foremost maturity. And I'm, I'm first to say this. And if I have any uh, gym buddy owner, hopefully you agree with me. And if not, I'm okay with the agreeing to disagree. But some of the, the practices that we've done in the past, potentially wasn't the best practice. Mm -hmm. But if we can learn from trial and error, mm -hmm. right, we get better at our craft and whatnot. So what I noticed with the barbell, excuse me, with the gym, I was so intimidated. Not because I didn't necessarily know how to work out in the gym myself. I was intimidated to teach and to cue mm -hmm. and to put someone in a position. So for years, I've always been approached, hey, open a gym or I can help you do this. And I was like, no. I'm the boot camp guy because I didn't want to put someone under a barbell and I couldn't mm. teach it. But after like losing, I don't want to say losing, but not being able to train peers, friends that I've grown with for years. And they wanted to go to a point of strength and mm. conditioning, but I had to start referring. That started hurting me. So imagine me meeting Mui oh, wow. for three yeah. years and Mui's like, oh, man, I love boot camp. It's amazing. But I want to add in some strength and conditioning. Uh, uh -huh. Can, can, can you bring a barbell? Can you bring 30 barbells to boot camp next week? And I'm like, well, Mui, I can send you to my buddy. I got a gym. So I was, and I don't want to say losing, but it was people that I couldn't see as consistent as I used to see mm. just because I didn't offer a service. Mm -hmm. And that's when I jumped all in. I was like, no, I'm going to come over and I'm going to conquer the fear of educating myself yeah. to teach. It wasn't educate myself to do it. It was education, educate myself to teach it and also teach other trainers. So um, I thought of that when you said that, you know, 10 years from now, the broadcasts are probably going to change. Well, I mean, <laughs> and I, uh, but right before we were recording, you were talking about learning about YouTube yeah. as a new platform. I'm trying, guys. So, uh, yeah, the, the learning is constant. And I, as, as a member, will can, can um, attest to She's also gonna seeing make the me cry, journey. She's but gonna make me I can cry. see the it's journey. Gonna happen. The Go journey has been amazing. It has. Um, you know, we, we went from boot camp to incorporating, book, uh, you know, gyms. And mm -hmm. now you have these two very large, successful locations. And you have people who often walk in and um, they know what they're doing after week one. Yeah. Which is really impressive. So that it's interesting to hear from you. Um, well, one, it's great to hear from you that you cared so much about your members that you want to ensure we For lift sure. it safely. I I don't remember now a day where I didn't know how to lift the barbell. Yeah. And it's really cool skill to say like we learned together. Yeah. Like I learned to lift with you. Yeah. Seriously, it was the most cha so back up. Bench press, squats, I mm. was always decent. You know, mm -hmm. just growing up, sports background, that's what we did, but when it came to like power cleans, front squats, yeah. thrusters, like I would do them. I really wish I don't I don't I can go I think actually I'm not gonna go in there I text Charlie a, a before mm. and after picture of my form but I cannot go through that text yeah. blast but um I'm sorry um That's okay. 
the way that I did movements then is totally different than the mm. way that I'm doing movements now, and I'm stronger. It looks more comfortable. Like, the picture I sent him, it looked like I was trying to boo-boo. It just looked horrible, <laughs> right? Just tense. It was just – don't imagine that picture, guys. But <laughs> <Too late. laughs> to, see, <laughs> to, to see it now, it, it wasn't – and that's the way actually I met Charlie because I, mm. didn't, I didn't know how to do an overhead squat. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I'm going to go hire someone that does – does it great and I came across him he did it great and obviously taught me and built my confidence in that so now when I look at people when they come into the front door I hope you guys hear me when I say this I look at you the way that I was longing to learn the overhead squat so when someone mm -hmm, comes in and mm -hmm. say oh my gosh this is a gym I don't do barbells or dumbbells I think of me yeah right like hey Chris I've never I never got on a rower or an assault bike I think of me and the yeah. same thing I've actually moved truthfully I've never dealt one day with weight loss ever it's actually yes ever. i can i can also support that yeah. statement yes I, i've never dealt with it um i've always dealt with being too skinny but when someone tells me that they're not they don't like the way that they look in the mirror mm -hmm. or they don't feel confident that's the way i look or that's the way i excuse me that's the way i imagine myself back in the day or the way that i felt my first day when i wanted to train a young lady and she told me to grow some bicep muscles before oh, i approach her wow. so when someone says oh man i can't lose weight or i'm having a difficult time and i don't have the confidence i go back to that chris wow right or i yeah. go back to me trying to it, i don't know was it the way that i looked movie or my pickup <laughs> lines was just really that bad yeah, but it had to be but <laughs> hey yo right that's my that's my word if you ever got a text message from me i'll don't, probably say don't yo use that, yeah. but hey yo girl no i'm kidding <laughs> but um you know i remember trying to approach women and they will look at me like oh this little guy yeah so when someone tells me that they trying to lose weight that's the way i feel mm. in my in that avatar so um, as you said, you know, you just, you grow and you learn together and this might not be the best business move potentially, but I'm okay with it. And I can, I can lay my head at night with it is I'm okay with becoming friends with everybody I come across mm. because at that point, man, I get it. Don't get close with people that pay for service. Like, no, for me, I, I, I beg to differ. I would disagree with that yeah. because, um, you've heard me say this one of the most unique things about mean green is the level of friendship yeah. and care and empathy that we have from you and also from all of your trainers the entire team the entire mean green team and family you can feel the difference when you walk into this gym um you know if someone's late i i always see you approach them yeah. with a really wide smile saying welcome to of class course, yeah. you know and and and, and other people and the nice thing is it's it's um it's grown into like mean green culture so everyone does it yeah. like so when you come in and as, as a new person you're not alone uh, it may be your first time there but someone will be there to help yeah have um, you ever walked into a gym or a facility where you might have been late and they treated you differently i'm just curious yeah i really? have so when i moved to chicago i don't understand that yeah, it's it's um I think it's just, you know, there's lots lots of things going on and maybe the trainer is too busy to um to pause and 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 to, to focus and I don't blame them that I was late. It was my fault for being late. Um but yeah, Mean Green your gym is is so mm. welcoming yeah. and it's because of the lens that you take of being um inclusive of everyone's goals and thinking about how they're feeling when they're walking to the gym that makes your gym so different from the other gyms that I've been to. Mm. Um, so I, I don't think you should lose that at all. Now, it's going to be yeah. hard um, when one day the beans take over, perhaps, uh, me and Green. Uh, Caleb <laughs> and CJ. 
Um, but I would say you've also built enough of a culture here that, yeah. uh, again, the entire Mean Green family yeah. um, is, I don't know, they just, they just, when I think of Mean Green, I think of warmth and I think of happy feelings. Yeah. You know what, movie? It's, um, I have a belief in business. Mm -hmm. It's um, give people what they desire, not what you want to give them. So mm. for me, and I I can't make this up. Mui's on the other mic. Like, she can correct me if I'm wrong. There are several times, whether it was an investment or an idea, where I will call Mui, or mm. we've done lunch mm -hmm. dates or whatever, and Mui, what do you think about this? Oof. Or, you know, hey, what about this piece of equipment? You yeah. know, it, it makes no sense for me to buy a torpedo. Mm. Um, that's the three-for-one, the handles, the, the dumbbell, and the kettlebell. If Mui would be like, ugh, I would never do that, mm. then why would I go purchase that many at a price point when Mui's like a good amount of people that come here? So I just, I don't know, for the business owner or anybody, you can be in a relationship. You know, I know we have great ideals, but sometimes our great ideals is not the desire of someone else. Mm. So for me, it's always been, hey, guys, you want to, I don't know, how can I word it or give you an idea? Every single event and we host a lot pre-covid none of them um let me make sure i say this correctly <sighs> Ugh, i'm gonna go on the limb and say it every single event we've ever had at mean green and you can name them and i tell you neither or either event was ever created by me no way i've never created an event that's a really wild fun fact. I think so. I'm 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 like ninety seven point two five six percent sure. <laughs> Very specific too. <laughs> um, why is that? Give people what they want, not what mm. everybody playing basketball is up to me. Hey, movie, come mm. play basketball. Let's let's go shoot three pointers. I don't know if that's fun for you or not, but yeah, I would probably not right. participate in that one. But somehow I do beast mode games, which isn't any better. That, that's a trick. <laughs> that's a trick. So let's play a little game. And you've been to quite a bit. Mm -hmm. You name an event, I tell you who came up with it. And I won't hesitate on any answer. Boot Camp Explosions. Uh, Kyra Williams. Uh, I trained her at 9 o'clock at Herman Park. I don't remember the church. Shout out. I call, Everybody gets nicknames. Yeah. Shout out to K to the Y. Um, <laughs> we were one day at Herman Park. She's like, you need to grow your boot camps. This is like 2010-ish. Yeah. You need to grow your boot camps. Why don't you have a $5 event? And you tell people to come. I tell everybody in my church, and it's down the street. Wow. So we created these little, <laughs> don't judge me, guys. We created these cutout tickets, and I gave them to all the boot camp members. I gave everybody 10, and I was like, whoever sells the most, get a free boot camp or whatever. And that's what created the evening slots at Herman Park. Everybody wow. would go out. They sold $5 tickets. So K to the Y. I'm sorry. Long-winded answer. I'm going to be shorter on the next ones. What you got? Wow. Um, mean Green Gala. Gala. Jason Miller. Of course. Yep, that makes sense. <laughs> Jason Miller. I, I, you don't have to say anything else for that one. Jason Miller, 100%. <laughs> it was Jay. Um, Beast Mode Games. Uh, Al, Alfred. He usually ah. takes the 5 o'clock class. Came to me at, at the Chimney Rock location. He said, man, uh, I used to go to a CrossFit gym. We used to do these in-house competitions. So I was like, let's try it. He was like, yeah. He's like, well, all you got to do is this, this, this. And I was like, okay. And I did it the next following week and then, or next following month, and then it exploded. Yeah, it's a it's a big deal in the city of Houston. We've we got, got multiple gyms, lots of participants, yeah, reigning coming. winners it's who coming. need to defeat their or um, protect <sighs> their <laughs> spots. Yeah, it's it's coming. Um, you can think of any other. Um, it's crazy. Let me think. Let me think. 
um, oh, our social impact work. So when we do like toy drives. The toy drive for, uh, what is that? So we have the school supplies. Mm, that's right. That too. I'm going to be honest. I don't remember the person, but it was somebody it in education. You. It wasn't me. Yeah. Um, somebody said that they needed school supplies. Golly. Oh, I said tip my hip. Somebody was like, that's in education. I like, mean, my school is one of the, uh, it's a low performing school mm. and we don't get all the other things. So I was like, well, why don't we just get some gifts from the boot camps? Yeah. And then she was like, oh, that'd be great. I was like, well, why don't we do a kickball tournament and invite everybody oh, over? Yeah. So that's how that one happened. Shanna was the Women in PAC Center. Mm. Um, if anybody ever heard me speak, um, I just have a heart for women. Uh, I love my mother. I miss her. Mm. Um, so when I see a mother, whether it's a, uh, an older older women just have my heart. I, yeah. Like, walk on my back so you don't walk in the mud. That's just how I oh. am. But um, she elaborated one day about how women are not just abused physically, but mm. mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and they have these centers. And I remember she introduced me to the Houston area women's women's center. center if I'm saying it, it correctly, yeah. and that's how that one came about. Um, end of the year school. Yeah. Uh, Shanna, excuse me. Uh, end of the year Christmas. Um, Golly, I'm embarrassed to say this. I'm really embarrassed to say what I'm about to say. Okay. I didn't learn. Oh, definitely. (laughs) It's the Mean Green Show. (laughs) I definitely didn't learn until maybe Mean Green Show. I was 25, 26, 27, 28. I would say about 28 or 29. It's like the third or fourth, maybe fifth year at the max. I learned at that time that Christmas didn't bring joy to everybody. That's a big revelation. That I mean, I was blown away. I was like, yeah, we get get some kids and Christmas toys, and. When I walked up, it was a north side. I remember, I'm not going to say who rode up there with me, but it was one of the trainers. They felt so uncomfortable being in that neighborhood. Mm. And I remember literally unloading the cars with gifts. I mean, you've seen the amount of yep. gifts me green. The family's just unbelievable. And I remember, I am going to say his name. He's not a trainer with us no more, but his name is JB. And he was with me on my right side. And I remember the kid ran up to me and grabbed me by my shirt and and I was like, Merry Christmas. He said, oh, man, Santa already came. I was like, really? And I, I'm, he was talking about the gifts, obviously. He was like, man, you're, you're, I can't believe you're, you're the best Santa ever. Mm. And like, I'm like, Merry Christmas. Up, you yeah. know? And I remember JB running to his car, and he had a personal football he played with like, yeah. at the park. He went and grabbed his football. I was like, hey, man. He wanted to give everything in his car. Mm. And that's when I realized then the immaturity of my mindset on certain holidays not just Christmas, but others, like it doesn't always bring joy. So, golly, I took over that question. It was supposed to be a short answer. No. But Shanna, okay. with the events. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, again, a reflection of um, you – it takes a village. I mean, Green's yeah. a family. 100%. And um, what I really love about that philosophy is that even when you text me or call me about, and which, by the way, I'm so honored to get those text messages. Be, she'd be like, oh, my gosh, uh, <laughs> don't answer. It's, it's like, it. wow, this gym cares, and also I'm part of this gym. I'm part of this family. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, I mean, we're, we're on the Mean Green Show, but it's not just the Mean Green Show. Yeah. It's, you know, everyone else that makes it um, the place that it is. And I know you also do a lot of research with other business owners. Mm-hmm. I know you visited Chicago last yeah year I and did. a half ago oh we have to talk about it yeah so i was living in chicago sadly um i'd moved for another job and you mentioned you were coming out to do some research with your business manager mm-hmm. coach mm-hmm. coach mm-hmm. coach um 
Why were you out there, Chris? Tell us more. So the cool thing was um, I am fearless when it comes to progression. Mm. I don't I don't know why I don't look at it half empty. I just don't. I, yeah, it's it's really half don't. full. Yep. And um, I have a business coach. Uh, shout out to Angelo Cisco. Um, does an amazing job of developing not just business owners, but especially those in the gym space. And I treated myself, my birthday's in September. Yes. I treated myself, because I don't go nowhere, to go to Chicago to meet him in person. Yeah. Because I wanted, I wanted to see his operation. I wanted to see the way that he walked. I wanted to see the, what time he woke up. I wanted to see the way that people react to him in the neighborhood. I wanted to see everything he did because mm. I respect this man so much. And um, <laughs> the funny thing is when I flew out there, I knew it was an opportunity, but I flew out there and his wife had the baby the day that I landed, oh. right, or the day before. And um, I took Tina, my wife, and I was like, well, what are we going to do in Chicago <laughs> now, you know? <laughs> and then I was like, Mui stays here. I'm here. Come <laughs> so, visit. True story, guy. I hit Mui up, and it was like, um, for those that know me, I have a hard time asking. Um, even like when the gym flood or something, like I'm like Erica. Erica gets on me. Get everybody to come. We can do it in one day. I'm like, I got it. So I'm mm. really bad on telling people sometimes how I feel because I don't want them to think like, oh, Chris is just calling me. So I didn't want to hit you up in Chicago to be like. <sighs> Hey, movie, I'm in Chicago. Let's hang out. And you'd be like, oh, that's weird. That's like, not weird. Right? So, I would have been offended if you didn't let okay. me know. For sure. 100% I would have been offended. Yeah. <sighs> so offended. So I hit you up, right? Yeah. Or oh, I hit her up, guys. And she's like, come through. And she's like, you want to – I'm not going to say the name of the company, but you like, you got to come see my spot. So uh, true story, guys. You can guys. say if you want. I can say it. Yeah. Google, right? Google, yeah. So, I used to work for Google. Um, shout out to Google. If y'all ever want to sponsor <laughs> anything that we have, I love you guys. Um, so I, I pulled up. I remember it was a tall building. Yep. Uh, dark. Yeah. Uh, like brown or red. I don't remember the color of the brick. brick. Yeah. yeah. Red brick. And I uh, remember getting there and they were like, um, we're going to make your ID badge. I was like, I get them. Google yeah, ID yeah, badge. Google badge. You and Tina. Like I still have it, movie. Oh wow! Like, I'm not, not weird, but I have it. So uh, <laughs> I think it might be dissolved a little bit. But um, so we're going in. This is the fun part. It was like the entry level, or when we got to the first floor, yeah, you was like, you want a snack? And I was oh, like, oh yes. I was, the guys just blew me away. I gotta, I gotta elaborate. Oh, how much time we have? <laughs> we're gonna go eight minutes. Um, I was like, no, I'm good. I think we had just eight or something. I just finished working out, and. Um, you're like, no, I'll grab something. And Tina's like, I'll grab a muffin. I'll grab a water. Yes. And I was Tina knew the drill. She I, knew the assignment. I didn't know. And then you were like, no, Chris, Chris, get a water. I was like, I'm good. So I think I ended up getting a water. And then we got to the next floor. And I might be elaborating on the untruth, but I really feel like this is truthful. You was like, it was like the same floor to me, Mui. And it had the same <laughs> snacks and drinks. I was like, why do they have so much snacks? On the free food. Yeah. yeah. So I was like. Nah, I'm good, Mui. And Tina, you like, Tina? And Tina started putting stuff yes, in, in, in her, her bag. Yes, in her bag, which is good. That, again, she knew the drill and the assignment. <laughs> so we yeah. got to the next floor. <laughs> and she was like, Chris, do you want something? <laughs> I was like, Mui, I don't, I'm, I'm good. It was a cafeteria. I was like, I'm yes. good. I don't really do cafeteria food. He's like, no, this is like the chef was cooking on this side. That chef was cooking. Yeah. So I was like, I just broke. Okay, fine. Like, And I ate everything, I think. You're not exaggerating. <laughs> it took so long. It's so funny outside of the gym and I was like oh I didn't know Chris was shy um, and it took so so much convincing for you to finally grab a plate 
and enjoy some of the free food. I did. At and it Google. was really good. I'm so glad you ate it. I, was that the third floor? It was actually the tenth floor. Golly. But that's okay. I think we only stopped on three levels, so that makes oh sense. Actually, your so your memory's pretty good. She was walking me around, guys. This is the lounge where you play PlayStation. This is the lounge yeah. where you can take a nap. No, it was, what were the nap things called? The nap pods. The nap. Oh, mm-hmm. we need some at the gym. We just, I don't know who we use it. Well, we can't social dishes. And, yeah, and, right. Yeah, Google, and funnily enough, Google's shut down right now. Well, I shouldn't say oh, that. Wow. It's not funny. Um, but yeah, coincidentally, it's shut down because of the pandemic. I can so they'll have to rethink all of that. All of that. But, but it was amazing. <laughs> I just, I mean, the amount of luxury at the fi- it wasn't like people were just taking advantage it was just like it was mm. i seen to me honestly i see the philosophy people are more productive 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 productive, productive yep, you're right. in a more comfortable situation in a place where you want to be i can see people wanting to be more aggressive with their goals mm-hmm. um, in their career mm-hmm. but kid you not guys i ate that plate and man my memory might be old but it seemed like we went to the next floor, and you like, you want something again? And I was like, uh, I was like, you cannot leave without taking on? things home. Please take everything. take things for the airport, for it the trip home. Everything. Take it. I probably still had snacks from there. They had a lot of snacks. <laughs> it's true. But ultimately, guys, I was able to connect with Mui, and um, you know how you see um, a best friend that you haven't seen yeah, since really nice high school. You. And you see them, and nothing, nothing feels weird. Nothing felt different. It was just like, mm. Moe! <laughs> and that's how I felt. And, um, man, that was an amazing trip for me. That Can was I tell you a secret? Uh-oh, I'm scared. Um, no, it's a good secret. What you got? So you come during a time where I was realizing I wasn't fully happy really? in Chicago or Google. Really? And your trip um and you don't know don't do it Mui. it was that no but <laughs> really when you visited and then when you and tina left um i loved the time that we spent together because it felt like the old me and what i missed in houston oh, wow. and after that day it really got me to thinking i i want to go back i never knew that i want to go back i never knew that i need to go back i never knew that i remember golly Mui. i remember being weird again i remember like tina I was like, let's text Mui and see what she's doing tonight. She's like, Chris. <laughs> I would have come out. I wouldn't like this. Leave her great. alone. But it was just one of those, you know, same thing. Like if I if I haven't seen Jason and he lived in, I don't know, New York and I was able to visit, it's like mm. you have to, as a sponge, soak up as much quality time as you can because yeah. you appreciate, you love. And um, that was for me in Chicago. And um, to fast forward, Mui comes back to Houston. Yes. Right, guys? And I remember driving from Cyprus. So I don't know. It's funny because you're seeing me elaborate and conversate. And the way I I communicate, I see pictures. Mm. So don't think I'm weird when I'm doing my mm-hmm. hands like this and looking to the right side of my head. Right? A lot of gesturing. But um, I remember coming from Cyprus, and I was actually getting Jason and Juice. I was surprising them with some Reebok Nano shoes. Oh, that's nice. And I was coming back, and you sent me a text message. Mm. And I don't remember word for word, but it was something like, I'm coming back. Can I have a gym membership type? It was something like <laughs> it was that. was probably one of the first things I texted when I realized I was coming serious? back. Yeah. Dude, I just stopped. I called <laughs> Mui. I don't know if you were at yeah, work. I remember this, actually. I think I was like, and I'm not going to scream because the mic's near. I'm like, Mui! <laughs> I was so freaking excited. I was, too. Oh, man. That was, that was a good day. I don't remember what happened before or after that day, but that was enough. Yeah, actually, I remember that call. I was at Google, 
Oh. Um, it was the end of the day, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to tell Chris. I need, I really need to get things in order as I go back. And yeah, you called me, and it was great. Oh my goodness, yeah. And it, you know what? I know at the beginning of this show we talked about six years. Mm-hmm. That oh, piece of hair in my mouth. Hold on. <laughs> How did I get there? <laughs> um, it was mine, guys. It was my hair. Um, there's no way we can cover six years of a lot. friendship, of adventure. Um, I thought we were going to be able to talk about it. I see Brittany shake her butt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in, Brittany has entered the building, yes. Brittany's here. Um, I thought we were going to talk about the Spartan race. You know, oh, I thought I we would talk that. about, you know, after the flood, walking oh, the community, yeah, just randomly helping people of kinds of act of kindness. Um, it's so much we've experienced, but here we are just talking about relationship. Yep. And I value that. I value you so mm-hmm. much. And um, for the person that hears this, whether you're a part, if you're a part of Mean Green, that's the special part. You know, the, mm. the push-ups, the mm-hmm. squats, they won't change. Ah, so true. Um, the science and the technology or more equipment may enter the room. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is relationship and valuing and giving, as Sherelle said, give people their flowers while they're here. So, um, I love you, Mui. That's what I'm getting to. You're amazing. Love you too. Uh, beautiful, intelligent, smart, powerful, and you have the Mui legs. Oh, how did we didn't, ha- we didn't. We didn't even wow. cover we the Mui legs. We waited how long to talk about that? We didn't even cover. We didn't <laughs> cover the Mui legs. That was that was a good run. Well, we'll take a picture as you probably seen multiple times on oh, Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these legs. We're, we're working on a sponsorship with the amount of. Uh, so like I when you take a when somebody take a picture of me it's mm. like one eye's closed one eye's open boogers hanging out my nose it's always something weird with me you do not take a I, bad I, picture I've seen plenty of bad pictures I'm human just like everyone else you see this else. picture guys look at that I mean picture. that one's a nice picture but oh my goodness Sean's a good photographer he is he's amazing but you just Faye be like Chris oh my gosh I just cannot have so many good pictures of Mui <laughs> I'll be like I know. But That's you do take great pictures. I appreciate that. And Thank videos. You. So it's all because of y'all. You know, that it's form. Uh, form. You know, breathing, yeah. just focusing. Yeah. You know what? As we finish this up, this is the projection that I have. I don't know why I said it that way. Projection. <laughs> this is the projection, or I don't want to say projection. This is the um. This is the prayer and hope mm. as we move forward. From me to you, from you to those that are about to work out with you. You said this earlier, and I'm still thinking about it. And I really, like, it was a big shift for me in trying to encourage people to join Mean Green bef- because of the before and mm. after picture. I don't know if you noticed mm. this. I don't, I don't expect you yes. to notice this. But Actually, in years, I have not posted a before and I've after noticed. picture. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't, and I still don't. And and I'm just, I'm gonna get to my hope and prayer. And the reason why I do that is because I don't want people to join. And it's nothing wrong against anybody that does that mm-hmm. by any means. Um, it's changed countless amount of lives, and it's encouraging to see. But the reason why I don't want to focus on that is because that's for me. That's not what. That's not what. I got to word this. I can't express verbally what I'm thinking. <sighs> I don't want to limit people to fitness being just a before and after picture. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's way much. It's so mm-hmm. much more. I'm actually working on. I'll tell you a little bit, guys. I'm actually working on a project where 
I don't necessarily want Mui to only come to the gym and that's the only source of fitness for her. Mm. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really working Mui on something where you, you, and I'm saying you to everybody mm-hmm, that's listening, mm-hmm. where you have to give me three things every year that you're going to do outside the gym. Because it's more mm, longevity, it's more consistency, it's more development, it's more versus this is what I've seen on the scale or this is, mm. you know, my body fat percent. No, you did a Spartan race, mm-hmm. you know, mm. that was 12.1, you know, or 13.1. You you did the beast mode games. You ran a marathon. You did an Ironman. Like, I want people or you join a soccer league yeah. or whatever. I just want people to have – more than just a scale to dictate their success. Mm. I want life. I want I want people to adventure. I want like my thing. Shout out to you, mm. Meg. I still remember pictures. Uh, I don't know where y'all were at. Golly, I think I texted you or inboxed you. Y'all was somewhere. Was it Utah? Yeah, we were in Utah. Oh yeah. my goodness. We were. Like for me. Okay, really three minutes. Yeah, this is it. For me. The first time I got on an airplane was my 11th grade year to go play in a basketball mm-hmm. game. So traveling, I didn't really do that. And then to back that up, my culture, right, um, from the neighborhood I grew up in, when you did go out of town, it was like a beach. It yeah. was scenery. Mm-hmm. But never to go hike, never to go, mm-hmm. you know, do anything that's more adventurous outdoors. So now I'm so intrigued with going to Cali or somewhere and just climbing the mountain and stuff yeah. like that. So when I seen you guys doing that, I was like, oh, that's what I need to do. That's what I want to do. <laughs> and um, so I appreciate that post. But the tide is in to where I was getting to was um, my hope, my prayer for 21 as we continue to bounce back from the pandemic and figure out our new lanes is – that we not just uh, exist, but we live. Oh wow! Right? Yeah. I want to. I, I want us to live by friendships, meeting more people. I want to live by smiling more. I want to live by seeing things and learning things that you've never seen or never thought about. I mean, that's life. St- Standing in that same square to work <laughs> out, that sucks. But to be able to get out that square and and to see and operate and communicate, that's life. So that's my hope and projection. So as I work on that idea, hopefully it won't be weird to people. But not saying I don't want people at Mean Green because I still want you here. Absolutely. I'm just saying I want you to get out yeah. and, and put Mean Green to the test. Mm. You know, like, can you, can you do a Spartan? Can you do a Tough Mudder? Yeah. Can you do a 5K? Um, can you go hike in Zion, Zion? National Park? Zion National, National Park. Zion with a Z? Yeah, Like Zion Z. Williams? Yeah. Okay. So uh, <laughs> that's the goal. That's the hope. I love that, and I really can't follow up with any better words. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you for thank having you. me here. Thank you. You know, um, <laughs> this podcast was created four hours ago, guys. This was not planned. Oh, like yeah. Weeks. yeah. For those that know me, it's like, <laughs> want to do a podcast? Yeah. Great. I see you at five. You yeah. know, it's not like, a, hey, here's a list of questions I see you in two months. No, I'll see you in a little bit. So this is a very raw <laughs> conversation. 
probably I probably could have thought a little bit more, but that's okay. You're getting the authentic conversation. Incredible. You know, so thank you for uh, – I don't want to say for the short note. It's just the way I operate. I'm probably going to do somebody like that next week as well. But, <laughs> uh, no, I, I love you, Mui. Thanks for coming on. It, it, as we finish up to do our 6.15 in six minutes, yeah. If is there one person – whether they do boot camp or the gym Ooh, here we go. that you would like for me to invite mm. to the podcast. However, the person that you say, you got to help me get them on. Who would that person oh. be? See, these are, go these, to. Are, these are like the toughest podcast questions. Tough, she's so powerful. Everybody know Mui. No. Well, Somebody probably has a Mui tattoo. I, wow. Uh, <laughs> I'll put it on my ankle. Oh, yeah. That person is Chris Green. Got it. If it's, if it's you, that's okay. Okay. Um, who do I want on the podcast? What a great question. Um, you know, I just met someone at boot camp who just joined. She um, She's taking time for herself now and, and coming to boot camp after having a child. After the child. Little girl. Uh, little girl. Her okay. name is Josie. Okay. I don't know her last name, but okay. I can find that out. Okay. Yeah. Ask. So when you see her. Yep. Tell her this conversation. Tell her to listen to the podcast. Yes, and I very, will tell you know, her. Tell her to listen to it all so she'll listen to it. Yeah. And then, so when you hear this, friend, we, we coming for you. <laughs> you know what? The reason why I knew she had a little girl, our jump start, I did her jump start. Uh, and I remember having the conversation because she was telling me about that as well. Yeah. And I told her about Carly having a little girl. Yeah. And she doesn't, you know, bring your, your baby girl to the, uh, to the boot camp. So I'm coming for you. So does that mean I have to come to Herman Park? On a Tuesday evening. You do have to come to Herman Park I, I, again. I miss Sarah. I miss y'all. I miss y'all. Yeah, I'm do coming. Need to come back. Um, we're going with her, or do we have a second person in mind? Yeah, I should have used that time while you were talking to think that one through. Um, have we interviewed? Tra- we've interviewed trainers. Jason. Jason. Jason's just Jason. Yeah, Jason. You're right. Jason's. He's just he, Jason. He can't label him. He was kind of like co-host. I don't know. He runs. I don't know. Jason just Jason. That was a good episode. If anyone uh, wants to listen to that, please search the archives because that was a good one. Oh, Jason. But, yeah, we can interview any trainer. Which trainer would it be? You know, I'd like to hear more about Alex's story. Everybody says Alex. Because she's, she's, she's a mystery. We know her as a trainer. I knew her when she was at the old gym yeah, location. Just a boxer trainer. Just, and then she boomeranged back. Yeah. And I was like, wow, yeah. it's so nice to see you again. And now she runs everything. And now she runs everything. <laughs> you I want to hear more. T- you have to help me get her on. Okay. I think she will. And it was funny. Shout out to Alex. She's grown so much. Yeah. I'm extremely proud of her as a friend. I'm proud of her as um, a fearless leader. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, literally she she gained that director position right in the middle of the pandemic. Okay, we're still in it. But I would say – Six months in, I gave her that title in front of everybody, and oh, she wow. has. I mean, things are more organized. She's, she. Thank you, Alex. I'm not going to detail. I didn't know that Alex is a director. Yeah, she's a head director. She's head See, director. These are things that we want to hear about. Head director. You know so. who else I like to hear from? Who's Faye. That? You know what? Hot girl Faye. <laughs> you know, it won't be hard to get her on. No, that's not. Yeah. I think we can get her I on. I would add her to the list as well. But, so I, I actually was going to surprise you. Oh. But I didn't want. Because I'm going to put this up on uh, probably YouTube or, or whatever. I didn't want the copyright to deny the, the uh, audio of this. But I was going to in, uh, have an intro song. Oh, my Whitney song. <laughs> uh, people give me grief for choosing that song. You know what, though? We're going to get Faye on. I was getting to a point. We're going to have to have a hot girl booty Faye yeah, song. Yeah, you do. But 
let's leave with this. I go around the gym here and there sometimes. Yeah, you remember this day? I do. And um, every blue moon, I just do it. I grab somebody and they'll play a song or I ask them for a song. And typically, I think when I ask them for a song, the personality of them are going to come out that song. Yeah. So the first, I, I remember Alice asking Allison Clayton, and she's like, Rick Ross. I'm like, huh? <laughs> Allie? Okay, I'll play Rick Ross, right? <laughs> And then I go to D. Cried, uh, D. What you want to play? He'd be like, Tupac, dead wrong. Yeah. D. What are you doing oh, right. on your off time? You know. <laughs> so I asked Mui guys, and she's so sweet, guys. She said, Whitney Houston, I want to dance with you. Is that the title? I want to dance with somebody. Dance with somebody, and yeah. I played it on. Y'all know the song. I want to dance with somebody, and it just fits her bubbly <laughs> personality. So I'm just <laughs> hopping around the gym. Everybody's like, look at that, Chris. So. Um, that's it, guys. Mui, you're incredible. We got a minute and 30 seconds. You ready? The yeah. spicy hum day. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Let's get this workout Let's in. Hey, guys, love <laughs> you. Subscribe, share. Y'all take care.